Amen. I'm going to open with prayer. My Heavenly Father, my Heavenly Father, I thank you for the spirit of grace. I thank you for your powerful, wonderful spirit of grace on this meeting. Father, I thank you for your spirit of grace on this meeting. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our ears that we can hear. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia so she could attend to those words that were spoken. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto you. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. A couple days ago, I was in the office in the evening. Doyle and I come to the church every evening and pray. And I was in the hallway praying for someone that God has given me to pray for, somebody to intercede for, somebody that nobody here knows. And they are in deep, deep trouble. And as I was praying, I heard a conversation in my heart. It was really kind of interesting. And as I was considering the trouble that they were in, I heard, well, what if they deserved it? What if they are in this trouble because they deserve to be? And I prayed a little longer, and I heard another voice say, Well, would you go to hell for them? And I considered that for a moment, and the Spirit of God came right out of my heart and said, You don't have to. Somebody already did. Somebody already went to hell. For this person. No matter if they've done it or not. Somebody already paid the price in hell for them. Isn't that beautiful? Turn with me to Ephesians 2. I'm going to begin in verse 4. Just a couple verses. I want us to consider these. To open our ears. It says, but God who is rich... In mercy. God who is rich in mercy. Amen. You know, the God that I grew up in when I first went to church, he wasn't a God of mercy. He was a God, you do it my way or I bop you on the head with a big stick. This says, for God, the word of God, the word of God that cannot be broken says, but God who is rich in mercy. Did you know that the first thing he used to describe himself was merciful? Merciful. No matter what we have done, no matter what mess we have got into, we have a God who is merciful, rich in mercy. His mercy does not run out. And then the next phrase... For his great love, wherewith he loved us. For his great love. For his great love, wherewith he loved us. Right. We are all us. Right. Did you know that God loved us first? Right. Right. 
Did you know that God loved us first? That I, I remember, and I've said this before, I grew up with John 3.16. I didn't believe it. I didn't. For God so loved the world. You've got to lay your feelings aside, your opinions aside, and look at the Word of God only. You do not look at the Word of God with your feelings. You do not look at your, the, the Word of God with the circumstances around you. You have to look at the Word of God as the Word of God. And the Word of God says He loved us first. So this person I was praying for who is in deep, deep trouble, God loved them first. He loved them first. Isn't that beautiful? He loved you first. If you can hear my voice, if you are watching this video or listening to it, it doesn't matter. God loved you first. He said, for God so loved the world. Well, if you are standing on this earth, it doesn't matter where you're standing. God loved you first. It doesn't matter what country you're in. It doesn't matter what continent. It doesn't matter what ethnic background. God loved you first. For God so loved the world. He loves you. You know why? He proved, well, he proved it. Let's go on. Even when we were dead in sins. Even when we were dead in sins. Even. You know, the Bible said, all have sinned. Right, right. And you know what? There's not a big competition out there of who can right. sin the most. Right, right, right. It's amazing sometimes I hear, well, they sin more than me. There's not a competition, folks. We've all sinned. We've all sinned. We've all been caught. We're all sinners. And you know what? God loved you first. God loved you anyway. That's what I love about God. He is so powerful. He is so great. He is so much above us. He is so much above sin. It doesn't matter what you did. He loved you first. He is greater than our sin. Thank God. The next phrase, even when we were dead in sins. This person, when I took it up, was on their way to hell. Was on their way to hell. That's why I heard that voice say, would you go to hell for him? I love that next verse. You don't have to. Somebody already did. You know what? You don't have to go to hell. Somebody already went for you. Do you hear me? You don't have to go to hell. Somebody already went for you. And they paid in hell. Whatever you have done, they paid. Now who is they? They is the Lord Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world, he sent his only son that whosoever believe in him will not perish, won't go to hell, won't go to hell, but will have eternal life. You will live forever. The word of God cannot be broken. You will live forever. Whether you live in heaven or whether you live in hell is the big question. 
But you know what? You don't have to go to hell. You don't have to pay for that sin. Somebody already did. Somebody already did pay for it. Jesus in hell. Back to our verse. Even when we were dead in even when we were dead in sins, he has quickened us together with Christ, the Father. Quickened us with Christ. Made us alive with Jesus. For by grace, by grace are you saved. By grace are you saved. Go with me to Isaiah 53. And I'm going to begin in verse 10. This is Jesus on the cross. This is Jesus with the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Isaiah 53, 10. This is beautiful. Oh, I remember the day that this opened up and I understood it. There was so much joy. It says, yet it pleased the Lord. It made Jehovah happy to bruise Jesus. It made Jehovah Doug, only God, happy to bruise Jesus. He has put him to grief, that is sickness. He made Jesus sick on the cross. He put all sin on Jesus on the cross, and he was happy to do it. This is the Father, Jehovah. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, it says, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong the way that his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Verse 11. He shall see the travail. The God only God in heaven shall see the travail of his son in hell. Shall see Jesus suffering in hell with my sin. Suffering in hell for that person I've been praying for. It doesn't matter if they did it or not. Jesus suffered in hell for it. Jesus suffered for it. It says the Father in heaven saw the travail of Jesus' soul suffering in hell for me, for you, for you. But you don't know what I've done. He suffered in hell for it. He knows exactly what you've done. He suffered for it. And you know what the next part of it is? The father shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. Shall be satisfied. Have you ever considered that? God was satisfied for you with the, with the suffering that Jesus did. That sacrifice that Jesus made. That sacrifice that was made for you, the Father was satisfied with it. You don't have to go to hell. Somebody already went for you. You don't have to suffer with that sin. Somebody already paid for it for you. Did you ask for it? No. Do you deserve it? No. But he does it anyway. Jesus did it anyway. Jesus paid in hell for you anyway. Anyway. He paid for you in hell. You know what your part of the bargain is? 
You just have to believe it. You just have to trust in it. You just have to commit to it. You just have to hang on to it. You just have to open your mouth and talk to the Father and Jesus. Do you want born again? Pray this prayer with me. Do you want Jesus in your heart? Jesus. Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart. Lead me. Guide me. Fix me. And I ask this in your name. And I want to pray for those that got some sin they got to get rid of. Let's get rid of it right here. Jesus, I thank you for your people. I thank you that you know what they have done. I thank you. You not only know what they have done, you paid for what they have done. You carried that sin on your own body. The Father put it there. I thank you. You paid for it. I thank you. You took it. I thank you. You suffered in hell for it. It has been paid for. That sin was paid for in hell for you. Jesus, I thank you that that blood of yours was shed so that sin is wiped away. It is wiped away by the blood of Jesus. Jesus, I thank you. It is forgiven. I thank you. It is put away. I thank you. They are justified from that sin right now in Jesus' name. That blood is taking it out of their souls right now. The sin is being taken away by the blood of Jesus. He paid a dear price to set you free. He paid a dear price so that you could live in peace. So you could walk with him. So you could be prosperous and in safety and in peace with the God of heaven and hell. You will never see. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, that you are working now in your people. Thank you, we are being justified right now from all things by that blood. It is able to justify. That blood is able to justify from all things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me hear from you. Email me at the letters KD at kdwol.com. That's KD, Kathy Davidson, at kdwol.com. And visit my website to listen to the messages again or to download them free of charge at kdwol.com. Until next time, God bless.